Has Aaron Rodgers basically come out of this? Because I feel like he has. People get over it. They don't care. They move on. That's why you find him. That's your punishment. He's the face of the NFL. I don't get a parking ticket downtown and I'm not allowed to park anywhere after that. I paid the fine because I parked in the wrong spot. It's over. And Bob's it's, your uncle. It's that cut and dry. Right? It's, it's that, that cut, cut and dry. It should be. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it absolutely is. G'day, uh, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. It's the RP Show. Don't mind me. I'm just tweeting. How you doing, Moose? I'm uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. It's a big day. Kind of hectic. Uh, it's turned out to be very hectic. Don't mind me. If you go and see my, follow my Twitter, at Rod Peterson, you'll see what I'm tweeting right now. Yeah. Uh, breaking news today. And it's not uh, good news. I'm going to get to the usual what we do here. But first... I said to Darren, it's going to be big news for our viewers because it's my team. It's my favorite team, God's team, the Regina Pats making a coaching change today. And this morning, Thursday morning, the Regina Pats announced they are making a coaching change, parting ways with head coach Dave Stroosh, former NHL or current Pats vice president of hockey operations and general manager John Paddock will assume coaching duties moving forward the obligatory, I'd like to thank Dave for his years of service. All those things going on being said between John Paddock and the owner, Sean Sempo. And so that's happened. That's big, groundbreaking news. Those are two very big names in hockey, particularly John Paddock, of course, because he's the former head coach of the Winnipeg Jets and Ottawa Senators. Uh, TV voice of the Pats right here. I just talked to Dave yesterday, okay? We had a long talk on the concourse. Talked about this uh, season that they had and I so far. And I have not, I was going to look up the standings. Last I looked, the Pats were in a playoff spot with a team that has no business being in a playoff spot, okay? And uh, listen, I've been fighting with people in this town for a couple of years about one Dave Stroosh. I'm a fan. I grew up in the game. I'd like to think I know the GD game. Pats can do whatever they want, okay? Maybe they feel the team should be better. I don't know what they're thinking, But they fired Dave Struess. Well, they're ninth in the conference now. (laughs) They entered the week third in the division, and now they've slipped to ninth in the conference at six and ten. So, owner's going to do what owner's going to do, right? That's right. Connor Bedard has a new head coach. Now, he's the next Connor McDavid, they say. Uh, I don't think Scotty Bowman could coach this Pats team to a more than six and ten record. But John Paddock goes back behind the bench. And again, I would not spend this much time if it was the Red Deer Rebels. I wouldn't. But it's my favorite hockey team in the world. Always has been. They make a coaching change today. And before we move over and talk about who else is going to be on the program today, your thoughts. Because you wondered to what extent is the Connor Bedard player and family involved in this. And I have some thoughts on that. But you think he might have been consulted in this? I think they're involved. I don't know how much they would have been consulted in the move, but I think there there may have been, or at least it's done with that in mind. Look at a generational type player that you want in your organization. And Connor Bedard is looking not to necessarily, I'm sure, I mean, he wants to have the best experience in junior hockey, but this is a career for him. Like he's, he's going to the NHL. You know, I, I don't think there's a question there. And, there's already agents involved, and there's all those things involved, right? And when he commits to coming to the Pats, before he gets drafted, they commit to him. He's committing to the combo of John Paddock and Dave Struish and Brad Herrick and that, you know, Heroff and that group that they have, and Dave being the coach. So when Dave's no longer the coach, you have to think, well, is Connor going to want to play? 
here with somebody new? What's that going to look like? But obviously, everybody's very comfortable with John Paddock. He's done a great job. He's got a great track record. And so when they announced Paddock going to coach this year and next year, well, to me, that lines up perfectly because Bedard will be here this year and next year. They don't get drafted and go to the NHL. So that's it. you got this year and next year with Connor Bedard. So Paddock stays, and then they probably make a more permanent long-term move after that. Yeah, the minute, we're just worried about today. And uh, I see on the comment board here, James in Borden, Manitoba, writes in and says, uh, Damn Winnipeg Sports Talk moving to 11 a.m. this morning. Don't they know we watch the RP show at 11? Well, that's their problem. I didn't know. they. Why would they do that? I don't know. But there's a Winnipeg Jets tie-in here with John Paddock. Tell all of Winnipeg that your former coach is going back behind the bench with the Regina Pats. Uh, We can get to more of the comments and stuff. But big news around here with my team, the Regina Pats, Dave Struish fired today. It's too bad. I I think he's done a good job, but uh, that's sports these days. Okay. Randy Moeller coming up in hour one of the RP show today. Speaking of Red Deer, Mm -hmm. longtime NHLer, Red Deer product, and the current color commentator for the Florida Panthers, and he's also their president of the Alumni Association. Randy Muller will be joining us in hour one. Got to know him when I was down there in Florida. Looking forward to rekindling this uh, friendship. And Jared Dumbo will be with us in hour two. How about that? Our hockey analyst and 10-year pro right here in the bunker. Can you please hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Well, the uh, Pats Hockey News just threw everything out of order here. So number one, what I had is why I'm wearing my Blue Jays pullover today is that Blue Jays lefty Robbie Ray won a most improbable AL Cy Young Award on Wednesday night, bouncing back from taking a rare pay cut after a dismal season to capturing pitching's top prize. Robbie Ray became the first Toronto pitcher to earn the honor since the late Roy Halladay in 2003, fourth Blue Jays pitcher all time to win the Cy Young. He got 29 first-place votes. Yankees ace Garrett Cole got the other top vote and finished second. And Chicago Chicago White Sox righty Lance Lynn was third. Ray topped the majors with 248 strikeouts, led the American League with a 2.84 ERA. He uh, turned 30 last month. He's going to be a free agent. And just Wednesday turned down an $18.4 million qualifying offer from Toronto. So just on that, it's we're going to lose him, right? Yeah. He's going to go to the highest bidder. Uh, saw Steve Phillips this morning on SportsCenter talking about it. Where's the Blue Jays? Are we in a rebuild? I think you go down to the final day of the regular season. I don't. Uh, the rebuild's complete, right? But Robbie Ray is a huge part of whatever this team's going to do moving forward. I guess we'll find out if the Blue Jays have the money to, to bring him back. But he's going to go to the highest bidder. And by the way, he's earned it. So good for him. Now, another major baseball point that everybody's talking about in baseball is that Justin Verlander uh, Verlander signed a $25 million one-year deal to remain with the Houston Astros after having Tommy John surgery this year. He's uh, 38, as you know. It's a conditional $25 million option for 2023, and he only pitched six innings all of last year. So one year, $25 million for Justin Verlander. What more needs to be said? I know. For if a name. guy coming off Tommy John surgery that picked six innings gets $25 million, what's Robbie Ray in line for? I That's know. what I'd like to know. I know. And can the Blue Jays afford it? That's all that matters. Moving on to the NHL. There were only three games Wednesday. Garnet Hathaway scored twice late in the third period, and the Washington Capitals beat the LA Kings 2-0, snapping the Kings' eight-game point streak. Patrick Kane and Alex Dabrinkit each had a goal and a helper, and Chicago got its fourth straight win, 4-2 over the Seattle Kraken. 
Seems like coaching changes are the order of the day in hockey. And I look at the Blackhawks, four in a row under Derek King. So it makes everybody think, oh, Jeremy Colleton didn't know what he was doing. I'll remind you that Jeremy Colleton piloted the Chicago Blackhawks to a play-in round victory over the Edmonton Oilers two years ago. So don't let what ended his time in Chicago stain the career of Jeremy Colleton because I still think he's a good coach. And this might be the obligatory habitual spike after a coaching change that you see in the pros. I don't know if it's going to happen with the Regina Pats or not. And good for the Blackhawks. But it's funny because as you saw probably on our Twitter feed, there was Kraken fans writing us, specifically Reed Johnson out of Seattle, saying, oh, this is why they love Marc-Andre Fleury so much. The flower made, this probably seems like an exaggeration, but 29 saves or something in the second period or whatever. Yeah. He just owned the Kraken last night in the second period. So Extremely dialed in. Right. But that's the Mark Andre Fleury, not the you know above three uh, goals against average and the sub nine hundred goals against average that he's had throughout this you know tough start to the season. That was the Mark Andre Fleury we know and love last night. Mm-hmm. So it's good. It's good to see the old flower back. The viewers here in the sweatpants capital are alive with the coaching change news today. And by the way, it is very sad for Dave Struish because I think he's a tremendous coach. And I I meant to go on this on the rant earlier. I've been like arguing with my hockey people, peeps here in this town about Dave Struess. They're really down on him. I'm not. I know enough about this game. I think he's a tremendous coach. He's not going to be able to work long. But people are writing in here. Chris Clark from the Unofficial Pats podcast says, big news from the Pats. No, that's from Katie Fleury. She says, big news from the Pats. Chris Clark says, can JP turn the Pats around? Isn't that... The $64,000 question. What if he doesn't? And we're going to sit and talk about this all day? Because we can. Adam Brooks is a name that has been floating around NHL people's lips for the last couple of years. He just got claimed by the Vegas Golden Knights yesterday after having been with Montreal for a time, put on waivers by the Leafs at the start of the year. John Paddock took Adam Brooks from a being a plow horse to a 120-point guy. So if John Paddock can somehow find a way to get some offense into this hockey team, because Dave Struce is, would you agree, a defensive-minded coach? Which is fine, but I think the two work in concert with each other. I, I don't know how much of a change this is going to make, but again, we're going to find out. Moving on, Nazem Kadri and Mikko Rantanen each had a goal and two assists as Colorado beat Vancouver 4-2. Kale McCarr had a goal and an assist, and Gabriel Landeskog added an empty netter for the Avs, who scored three times on the power play. Darcy Kemper stopped 30 shots. Tucker Pullman had a goal and a helper, and Connor Garland also scored for Vancouver, who's lost five in a row and are now 5-10-2. Thatcher Demko had 26 saves. It's 11-11, by the way, here, Moose. And the opportunity portal is opening. For John Paddock. They're talking back there, but they still heard it. I like it. That's a new one. That, that was like... You want to hit that again? A chorus. Like that was the choir. Shine a, line, a light I down on like it. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Oh, my gosh. What? We need a spotlight now. Coming through from the heavens. This is the warm-up brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs at E. Cole Electric. It's not every day there's a coaching change, okay? That's why uh, people are really chiming in on this. 
everybody talking about the Raptors. What did the Raptors do? What did they do? They're playing tonight. I got that written down. Pretty sure that's nobody's featured game, except for my cousin Christina Medicine Hat. The featured game is the Winnipeg Jets at the Edmonton Oilers. Change my mind, as Joe Exotic would say. Thursday night football, New England Patriots go for their fifth consecutive victory at Atlanta. And as I said, the Raps are at Utah. What a world we find ourselves in, by the way, that I was ridiculed and scorned by a writer by the name of Chase who says, imagine watching a Florida-New York Islanders hockey game over this great soccer game. Sorry for being me and doing what I want to do. <laughs> Scorn me for watching a hockey game. What? Get a lot. Why are you so concerned with what I do? But anyways, moving on. I don't have it up. Uh, the uh, Canadian Football League announced its list of player award nominees yesterday. Could take me a minute or two to load it up here on the old rodpeterson.com. And I apologize for not having that ready. This Pat's coaching change threw everything out of order, as I said. Yeah. I was talking to David Strush, the now former coach of the Regina Pats, about Saturday night's game in Moose Jaw, because we're all excited about it. I was telling Strushy how I'm not going to be uh, calling the game because the Warriors, I believe, didn't want us to call it because it would hurt the crowd, yada, yada, yada. I was walking into the rink the other day talking to the security guard. I said, where's Bob? You know, Bob, the older yes. man, the very nicely tanned, very nice-looking usher at the bottom of the stairs. There. Yes. I'm like, where's Bob? Guy's been here for 35 years. Where's Bob? And the replacement guy's like, well, he's feeling under the weather. And I'm like, he doesn't have COVID, does he? He's old. And he's like, no, 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 just the flu. And then Dave comes off the bench. He's like, hey, Roddy. It was just a nice family thing down there. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. That's what you want. And now Dave Struish is the, that was, as it turned out, the last game he would ever coach for the Regina Pats was a 6-1 loss to the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Um, it's taking a minute to load, Moose. Well, Good time for a marketing lesson. Because I got an email from the Calgary Dinos. Yeah, what's up with them? I know that three former Dinos were up for are up for awards. Peter Nicastro's up for Rookie of the Year and Offensive Lineman or in Top Lineman in Toronto. How about that? Uh, Sean McEwen's the representative out of Calgary for the Lineman of the Year. And Micah Tights, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, nominated as well. Right on. So <laughs> thank you, Calgary Dinos, for sending out that email yesterday, and I read that, and it's good to see it. Thank wish- you, Dinos, for being with it. Just like me finding out that Don Koharski is the director of officiating for the National Lacrosse League. Yeah. Why? Because a news release adorned my inbox. You got to do it. Here it is. It came up. CFL's top three rushers are up for this year's Most Outstanding Player Award as Montreal's William Stanback, Calgary's Kadeem Carey, and Edmonton's James Wilder Jr. were nominated by their respective teams. Three quarterbacks were nominated, Saskatchewan's Cody Fajardo, Winnipeg's Zach Caleros, and Toronto's McLeod Bethel Thompson getting the nod. The other MVP candidates from each team are BC receiver Lucky Whitehead, friend of the show, Hamilton linebacker Simone Lawrence, not friend of the show, Ottawa receiver returner Devontae Denman, those are all the players of the nine. And I wish we could do a poll, but we can't do a poll because there's five teams in the CFL West. 
and Twitter only allows you four options. Yeah. Who do we leave off? Maybe we'll talk about this when we come back next segment because Zach Caleros remains the Rodney Dangerfield of the CFL. Can't get no respect. You would think, what's, what are they now, 11-2? and two? Yeah. That he would, this would be the year yeah. that Zach would win MVP of this league. But I don't know. I don't have a vote. So my, let's kick that around. Yeah, my guess is Zach. No, it'll be Zach and Macbeth. How about that? The two representatives. How about that? That'll be my guess. Lots to talk about when we come back. This has been the warm-up again. Brought to you by Ecold Electric. Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs. On the way, Randy Moeller of the Florida Panthers is going to join us from the Sunshine State. And uh, our hockey analyst, Jared Dumba, in the bunker an hour or two. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. Live streaming on YouTube daily and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.